Hub Hopper Originals. How are you doing, everyone? Welcome to episode fifteen of the unofficial VAR, a Hub Hopper Original. Uh, Shlomo's got this. Uh, knack of laughing now, smiling, smirking yeah. at the very beginning, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we know why, but we can't tell you that. But what we can tell you is all that happened on the weekend, and all that is going to happen in the midweek, and what is going on on the weekend as well. Because we won't be doing an episode on a Friday this time. Because what it is on Friday, it is end game. Absolutely, seven a.m. show. I'm going to be knackered because I'm not going to sleep the entire Thursday night. And the Friday morning, so yeah. I, so we are going to go straight to the theaters and watch the first show. Yeah, and and the uh, tickets are quite expensive, so uh, both of us are traveling quite a distance to watch Endgame at cheaper rates. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why getting back and recording an episode won't be possible. But hey, what a weekend it has been in the Premier League, and uh, we are just four games away now from the conclusion. Like. Four for some who haven't played a game, who have played a game less. Yeah. Three, in fact, three weekends away. Yeah. And beginning with the very first result, let's go. Let's take our wheels to Goodison Park and uh, uh, kind of destroyed the wheels, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Everton, Marco Silva's men. Yeah. Uh, United were in shambles and they put in quite an abject performance, which which uh, remind me of Super Team. Our uh, co-host here but he isn't here on uh, this episode so uh, United put in quite a ragged performance uh, the first goal was a brilliant brilliant uh, Richarlison goal the second goal uh, the pile driver from uh, Sigurdsson Matic just left him so I, I don't know what's wrong with this United side maybe it's, it's just the players and people are putting pressure on Ole when it is not in fact his fault it's more of the squad he in in uh, yeah, yeah. from from uh, uh, Jose <laughs> yeah 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 so <laughs> that's the whole uh, thing so uh, Prasad how how do you how was your, how was your uh, performance and uh, what went wrong there well uh, to very to just uh, wrap things up Ole is definitely not at the wheel he's going to take some time yeah. i mean he is at the wheel technically but it's going to take hell more of investments and trust and some players have to go the pensioners the yeah. pensioners have to go young and uh, the performance and on the performance abject is the word uh, shambolic they forgot defending they forgot what defending yeah. is I they think. had their first shot on target in the 86th minute absolutely no shots on target yeah and uh, to be very honest uh, it looks like you know <laughs> it looks like an intern who was go- try, uh, uh, going on who was working hard to get a, get the job the permanent job and once the job was permanent everything's come crashing down yeah, yeah. but but like you said and let's be very serious here he's going to take a lot of transfer windows and we are Mike Phelan is going to be appointed as the technical director yeah. so this all this has the imprints of Alex Ferguson yeah. uh, on um, you know the decisions that have been made and uh, it uh, took them six years to get here but I think it will take still a good uh, maybe a good year more for United to get back into their old form but it's, it's more, a good transition. More than a year. Yeah. And for that, they need a proper director of football. I mean, they'll be sh- they'll be 
earning a lot in their commercial deals no yeah, doubt about yeah. that they'll be uh, printing so many notes out of that but, but you but you need a proper yeah, nothing, yeah. yeah you need a proper structure you need a proper planner i mean ed woodward no commercial deals and all these agent deals in between you know have got a lot gotten a lot out of them so these pensioners must leave smalling yeah. jones Young, um, young, actually young, young. Ashley young, yeah, the number one guy. Yeah. yeah, if we speak, we if we talk about him, the first person to exit, you know, Antonio Valencia is going. Yeah, and um, that Ole needs a lot of a whole Matthew, lot of. Matthew definitely uh, needs to go. He's <laughs> he's on his last legs. That second goal, he just lets he was tracking Sigurdsson and midway through, when he he was backtracking, he just let him go. It was like what is. Is this school where football happens? Oh yeah, and, yeah. Oh yeah, I was watching the game with a United fan whose head was in his hands all the time. Yeah, yeah. And clearly, um, you know, gave a piece of his mind to Matic and to everyone else. And yeah. David De Gea, uh, sadly, at the end of all of this, I mean, he has yeah. a shit defense. He's yeah. been carrying this team week in week out, and now to lose three nil at New Camp and four nil at Goodison, um, sad. Yeah. But hey, uh. Like we said, it's going to take some time before United can get back to the being the old United yeah. that what they were under Fergie, and uh, they need to balance a lot of things. But hey, uh, it's been like uh, it's been a weekend where none of the top four teams, none of the teams fighting for the last two spots of the Champions League, wanted to win. Yeah. I mean, Spurs lost to City. That was a one nil win. City had to win it, and they won it courtesy of a Phil Foden goal. um sadly kevin de bruyne injured once again and i think gundogan also had a knock so i hope he recovers but uh, spurs lost yeah. and then what happens now chelsea arsenal and united all had the chance united lost their game but arsenal lost 3-2 against palace yeah slow mo and um, did you did you think that the fixture list kind of got to unai emery's men because the midfield was gundozi and yeah El Neni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the fixtures definitely got to Arsenal. They had to travel to Naples, and um, they were even Adam Ramsey went out in the first half itself, so he he was clearly missing for the Crystal Palace game. Uh, even uh, Granit Xhaka also was uh, missing for this game. So Arsenal missed quite a quite a few first team uh, regulars, but we can't really blame it on the. fixture list because this is top side football and we all know who who was the harbinger of uh, destruction for arsenal oh, for yeah, yeah. for for this game but before before we get to that you know it clearly shows this weekend clearly shows the gulf between the top two teams and the yeah. the mm-hmm. other four because the top two teams are fighting for the champions champions league and stuff they are fighting in europe they are also fighting for the domestic title yeah. so except for the top 2 the, the other four lost their games yeah and that goes on to show the massive gulf i mean liverpool beat cardiff 2-0 whatever theatrics you have to put in you can do show uh, we can talk about that later they got the result yeah and yeah and now coming back to the guy who's uh, caused nightmares <laughs> to a lot of arsenal fans yeah and um, a lot um, i mean i've seen defenders make mistakes and accept them but here's a guy who makes mistakes and points out keeper yeah and blames the other one to be very honest yeah. and that's mustafi who clearly let zaha through on goal and even and, yeah. and the worst part is his hands going up that way oh, yeah. that's what 
irritates me or pisses me off the most. If you look he at the goal, he just puts his hands up and even in in the 2018 Carabao uh, Cup final, that goal with Sergio. Oh yeah, Aguero scored same way. He just put his hands up. He he was looking at the referee when he had to just go. He had to do his job and go and defend. If he if he's not given the decision, it's fine. Do do a job first, man. Absolutely, play to the whistle, isn't yeah. it? And you point, you mentioned the exact same decision I was going to. And yeah. in the same game, Benteke is running towards the ball. Yeah, he's not offside. Man, play to the whistle. Play to the whistles. Just have your eyes open. Do your basic thing of marking, and then you also. Uh, you know, try to jump or do something, some theatrics, yeah. and when clearly you should be sprinting towards the ball and clearing it, yeah. or at least giving it to Leno, yeah. and you expect Leno to come out and like Superman and clear it. Uh, Leno, Forrest Garrett saved a quite a few shots on target. Yeah, would have been at least a good five goals. We would have shipped in five goals, but he saved quite a few at the near post too. Absolutely, and yeah. and uh, to you know to compound. The misery. Arsenal had a midfield of El Nani and Gundozi. Now, no yeah. offense against the young Gundozi, but El Nani hasn't played a lot of games, yeah. and that's clearly where we were exposed. And Ozil had to drop back in the midfield and dictate yeah. play from there. I mean, I know a pass where he um, kind of took out both the two lines of fours. That's vintage Ozil, mm. and uh, his goal earlier in the second half. We I thought we could have got back into the game, yeah. but then thankfully for Mustafi. And uh, his theatrics and his antics, to be very frank, yeah. uh, Arsenal lose three two. A a game where they could have won and gone two, third, two third. points or three yeah. points, two points clear of the other two, Chelsea and Spurs. And that's an opportunity lost. Yeah. Uh, also, opportunity lost reminds me of a certain game at Stamford Bridge where Burnley uh, took the lead. Then Chelsea uh, came yeah. back with two goals. And uh, let's not talk about the Higuain celebration. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a PG thirteen rated audience here, so yeah. let's let's not get there. And then Burnley level it up two two. Do you yeah. think this this is a missed chance for Chelsea, especially when they have played a game more now than yes. than Arsenal and Spurs and um, um, United? So Chelsea move on to sixty seven points from thirty five games. Arsenal uh, are sixty six from thirty four games. Hmm. Uh, so this is definitely a missed chance for Sari and Co. And uh, Chelsea were poor on the night. They let in the first goal, and uh, they their two goals were magnificent. Uh, Hazard getting his thirteenth assist of the season, which is more than all his previous three seasons combined, which really says something. And uh, you saw. Uh, Higuain get his second goal at Stamford Bridge here, so that's still uh, he's still he's still not at the same level as what you expect him to be. Uh, their top scorer this season is Olivier Giroud, who's who's also the Europa League top scorer. He's he's got ten goals in the uh, Europa League this season. So Chelsea certainly missed a golden chance to go temporarily third mm. in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, let's give even Burnley credit. Uh, Ashley Barnes has scored his eleventh goal uh, uh, this season, which is the joint uh, highest for Burnley in the Premier League. He's he scored he's he scored goals against all top six sides in the Premier League, which is very very uh, reminiscent to what Jamie Wardy did last season in uh, seventeen eighteen, and um, that's how Chelsea were. Caught out and they were forced to play out. Not forced, but 
they have to play out a two two draw versus burnley uh yeah and you know to to round that up i mean it's been such a weekend in the premier league isn't it that the top two have won the yeah. other four have struggled mm-hmm. which i clearly point out has shows the gulf and uh, between the teams and what happens is that uh, now uh, liverpool go on top right yeah liverpool yeah. go on top yeah. liverpool are two points clear of yeah. city on the top with a game played extra yeah. but that extra game that with city that the city the 35th game that city play is at old trafford yeah, against manchester united yeah. so all eyes on that fixture because that fixture kind of decides the title yeah. where it ba- swings because united after this abject performance will be looking to bounce back yeah and uh, we know the dilemma <laughs> yeah uh, win the game and hand your fiercest rivals the title or lose the game and hand the other half of manchester the title <laughs> so yeah. that's that's something delicious for the neutral yeah. fans and the rival fans yeah but uh, yeah that's all said and done uh, about the weekend in the premier league and going on to the serie a where juventus have finally sealed the eighth consecutive scudetto a 2-1 win over fiorentina um uh, finally coming at their home slomo it was coming isn't it they were dropping quite yeah. a few points we we uh, in in the past few weeks they uh, dropped points they lost 2-1 to a uh, to spal so which we didn't really expect but uh you may have wrapped up the title and that that was that was what everyone expected it to be and this turned out to be the like a cakewalk of a title there, there wasn't much happening there was not much competition so uh ua will will now look to maybe just find that squad depth and uh, get the get an additional striker now because they want to focus on when the champions league they have lost uh, two finals in 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 the last four years so and yeah. to be very honest uh, focusing on the la liga where uh, inter played roma and yeah. they were involved in a 1-1 draw ac milan missed a golden chance they drew 1-1 against parma and they could have easily closed in on uh, inter milan but here's the uh, uh, surprise and not a surprise here's something that we the highlight of the weekend is atlanta's 2-1 win away in naples i mean napoli took the lead but then At- atlanta fired back with two goals and zapata has been having an awesome season so what that does is it puts atlanta level on points with milan who are on in fourth so that battle for fourth is now intense because we have uh, the final four game weeks coming up plus if you look at the table i mean you have inter facing juventus this weekend so it's a very good chance for the others to capitalize so slow who do you see finishing in the fourth sp- uh, spot do you see ac milan hanging on to their um, fourth place or do you see atlanta finishing there at the end of the season uh, uh, from a purest point of view maybe i, I want Atlanta to qualify for for a Champions League, but this, because this will be that will be their fairy tale story in the Serie A. Uh, but on uh, current form, it's kind of tough to predict who uh, who will get that final uh, fourth spot because uh, Inter Milan are currently sixty one points from thirty three games and they are in third. Uh, AC Milan are fifty six points from thirty uh, three games and uh, even uh, Atlanta are. tied on a point of them on on 56 points and then you have roma on 55 uh, who are in sixth place and 
Torino on 53 points from 30. So uh, the gap between 4 to 7 is just a good 3 points. So that's still a very, very tough and intriguing uh, finish to the Serie A. Uh, this season and this has been like the A season where the Serie has just been handed over to uh, Juve. There hasn't been much uh, competition happening in, in the Serie yeah. So that uh, kind of round, uh, rounds up the Serie uh, proceedings from this weekend. Uh, Prasad, do you want to take our uh, listeners through the La Liga? Oh yeah, and that's a quick, uh, that's a quick wrap. Let's uh, take it through there because Barcelona 2, Sociedad 1. Yeah. Madrid courtesy of a Benzema hat-trick beating Athletic Bilbao 3-0. Then Getafe are a surprise package who beat Sevilla 3-0 and have now moved down to the fourth spot. Yeah. So you've got one team who's eyeing for the Champions League and that what a night it will be in the club's history if they manage to do that. Also, Atleti 1-0 winners over Abar. So, technically speaking, Barcelona need two more wins to seal the title, yeah. who are on 77 points. Atleti are on 68. They can reach a maximum of 83. Yeah. And Barcelona just need a minimum of two more wins. If Atleti drop points tomorrow against Valencia, then that, that the points needed for Barcelona are even lesser. So, that's one thing. And Slobo, the, even the German league is... Uh, Doing yeah. up nicely as yeah. we speak. And Dortmund were 4-0 winners over Freiburg. Jaden Sancho had a stellar yeah. game. And they, Dortmund have to make sure that they keep up this yeah. Manchester City will come knocking next season. Surely. And Bayern Munich had a 1-0 win. I mean, they had to scrap to a Nicholas Sula goal. But um, that's enough to keep them in the, the pole position. And BVB are second. Well, Leipzig beat Munchen Gladbach 2-1, which means they are they are kind of third and they have secured their third place, kind of. And Frankfurt are in fourth because anti Frankfurt and Wolfsburg had a draw today morning. So the four places in Germany are in that way. And one more thing. <laughs> one more league title has been wrapped up, yeah. which is the French League. Kheti <laughs> Uh, farmers, yeah, French farmers, and finally, mate, finally, and the title wrapped up not because PSG won later to Monaco 3 1, but Lille dropped points <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because in the past, so uh, even before uh, PSG, PSG kicked the ball, they kind of wrapped up the league uh, title before only Sheik ka paisa, but Lille dropped points. Uh, which means, and also, PSG had an impressive performance against Monaco and Mbappe hat trick. That takes the lad to 30 goals, who's only the second person behind Messi to have scored 30 goals this season. Messi is on 33. And uh, Slomo, uh, what a stellar season for Mbappe. But uh, PSG have a lot of thinking to do, isn't it? Yeah. Like like Juventus, even they have to figure out. I mean, Juventus are at least reaching the quarter semis. PSG failed to get past the round of 16s. Yeah. <laughs> and despite spending 200 million on a player, 300 million in the transfer market, there's something that uh, there are some questions that need to be asked of PSG. But anyway, uh, this is all about what happened in the mid in the weekend, and uh, it's been quite a weekend. But now we are growing up to the midweek, yeah. and the midweek is going to take us to a double game fixture for Arsenal, United and Spurs. I mean, the weekend plus the midweek. So, Shlomo, what what are the fi- fi- fixtures in the midweek in the Premier League now? Yeah. So, uh, Spurs are, are at home and they uh, take on Brighton. 
then you have Watford versus Southampton, which happened, which both of these these games happen at twelve uh, thirty on Wednesday morning IST time. Uh, then you have Wolves versus Arsenal, and Arsenal are travelling away to Wolves, and Wolves away hasn't been a very very happy hunting ground for the top six side. You we saw Chelsea lose there. We uh, saw even Manchester United lose there. Uh, and the biggest game of uh, man of the season, I I feel for Manchester City is going to be this derby, the Manchester derby. Uh, they go to Old Trafford. They uh, won the first fixture at the Etihad three-one. Uh, uh, Prasad, how do you see uh, Manchester City lining up? Because now this is technically this will be their title to lose if they go on to win the Manchester Derby. Oh yeah, uh, we know when City's backs are against the wall, what happens, isn't it? And you've got an animated Pep Guardiola in the dressing room, who's going to fire uh, his troops and make them understand the magnitude of this game. <laughs> Maybe a camera is recording all that. But uh, to be very honest, uh, they scrapped off the way against Spurs and they lost Kevin De Bruyne to an injury which is not the best of sights you want towards the business end of the season, as I like to say it. But if you ask me about their lineup, then I see Edison in goal. Um, I think I'll see Mendy back in left uh, in the left-back position. Laporte and Stones keep their place. Kyle Walker at right-back. And uh, in place of Gundogan, I think Bernardo Silva will drop back. Uh, in place of De Bruyne, you'll have Gundogan, you'll have Fernandino coming back. And I think it will be Sterling, Sané and Aguero in attack with Mares on the bench. Yeah. So, that's the squad depth that I have been speaking about, you know, in the top two. So, I mean, City have so much squad depth, they can feed two first-teamers. Yeah. And what happens is that uh, that's the gulf between so uh, United and them because United are currently struggling. So, let's see what the Manchester derby pans out to be. But... Slomo, we have a few other midweek fixtures as well. And what are they in the La Liga? We have an entire La Liga match day coming up. Yeah. So, you have Alaves uh, taking on uh, uh, Barcelona. It's a 1 a.m. fixture on the 24th of April, IIC time. So, all uh, timings that we mention on this show is going to be in the Indian Standard Time. Uh, then, you have a very crucial game. Uh, Athletic taking on uh, Valencia. It's a 11 p.m. game on the 24th of April. Then you have a fourth place versus third place, uh, which is a, a Getafe taking on Madrid, uh, which is a 1 a.m. game on the 26th of April. And then you have a Sevilla taking on uh, Raya Vallecano on the 25th of April at uh, 11 p.m. So uh, to give you a quick roundup, again, uh, Madrid versus uh, get Afe 26th of April at 1am and uh, you have Atleti versus Valencia on the 24th of April at 11pm. Uh, Prasad, so uh, a quick, maybe a, we go back, I just want to ask you one last question on the Manchester Derby. How does a United fan feel before this Derby? Well, when you go into a match, you go to get all the three points, isn't it? Yeah. But then there's so much of social media and banter these days that you would want to avoid that. So, if I'm a Manchester United fan, a kiddo, <laughs> to avoid the banter, I would say, City, please stop 
Liverpool from winning the title because Liverpool are the fiercest rivals, isn't it? Yeah. And no matter how much these blue fans say Manchester is blue after every goddamn season, Manchester will be red for a long, long amount of time till Manchester City can get twenty league titles and three Champions Leagues and maybe uh, fill their fill up their stadiums. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, if I'm going into this derby current season. Okay, seriously now, I'm going there for a win. I'm going there to answer the fans that yes, I care for the club, and to get the three points, to get the win. Anything short of a win is a defeat for me on that day. Yeah, uh, and I think United will want to get at least two wins from their last four games because they they also play a Chelsea on the weekend, which is another very very. a uh, crucial game for them so uh, coming to the weekend we have a very in, uh, we have three very very big games you have united versus chelsea you have inter milan versus juventus and then you have borussia dortmund versus schalke all happening on the weekend uh, uh prasad which game are you looking most forward to and uh, even you could give our uh, our listeners your predictions for each of the games Well, the game I'm looking forward to, Old Trafford, yeah. United versus Chelsea, yeah. the league, the the Alpha League that everyone's following, the Alpha League that I've been following, and the reason I because it's the battle for top four. Yeah. Sadly, Chelsea will have uh will have rest. I feel they will be resting for six days now because they are not playing on the weekend. But United, on the other hand, will have. Played the Manchester derby, so they will be uh, physically tired. So, how does that pan out for Chelsea to uh, take it on? Well, I think they are professionals, isn't it? So, they are ready for three games in eight days, and this is the business end, as I like to say, the end of the season. So, Chelsea themselves have struggled with the strike in the striking department yeah. and yeah. have been too uh, reliant on Hazard. I mean, Hudson Odoi and Loftus Cheek. still have a lot to prove i mean they are very good talents but they have a lot to prove but if you look at this ole has definitely um, you know uh, the luck has run out and now i think it's all down to how the players perform yeah. and how they close shut the season i mean you are, you are right they have to win two out of the last four and uh, the next at two, least two out of yeah last at four. least at least and the next two are city and chelsea so it's yeah. a it's a big week for united it's a big week Uh, I'm predicting a two-two draw at Old Trafford. Oh, your that's the same uh, result which happened back at at Stamford Bridge in absolutely. October. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That, um, that Martial last-minute goal. Absolutely, uh, it was uh, Barkley. It, yeah. it, it was a Chelsea equaliser. Oh yeah. And uh, Jose was close to winning, but he didn't. And then the the three three and respect respect came in. But uh, yeah, if if I'm an Arsenal fan or a Spurs fan. and i'm looking at this fixture i'm licking my chops and saying yes i want a draw yeah and i want it to be a draw anything any result will yeah. favor the other two sides yeah but even arsenal have a tough away fixture they go to leicester city away with uh, rogers kind of having a small revival there at leicester city with even jamie wardy getting back into form uh, so how does arsenal also maybe line up for 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 this game because you will have socrates back and i don't want mustafi for heaven's sake <laughs> socrates is back for the wolves game as well because yeah. he was suspended for two games which is the watford and the 
palace one yeah. so it's good to have socrates back so socrates koshelny and montreal and since it's an away game i'll go with a 352 with lakers at obamayang up front maybe uh, one of obamayang lakers at bench i think laka for evobi because mikitarian is not fully fit ramzi is out and i hope that zaka passes that fitness test yeah. so that he can be put there and that goes to show how arsenal have missed zaka who's been one of their most influential players yeah. and people can talk all about lakers at obamayang ramzi ozil but vazgranit zaka is so underrated i mean he is the man in the midfield who's going to spread the passes make sure to retain possession i might sound a bit um I I ironic there but he is one of the key influential figures who stamps his authority on the game and we are so better in transition with him so if you ask me for the lineup I'll go with a 352 Leno um Koscielny um Socrates Montreal then Kolasinac and AMN as uh, Ashley Maitland Niles as wing backs Zaka Torreira Ozil Aubameyang and Lacazette and if one of the two is not playing then Evo be for one of the two Yeah. So a tough game for Arsenal as well. And how are the other sides placed? How are City and Liverpool doing for the title race? Yeah. So uh, uh, Liverpool will play Huddersfield on the weekend. Uh then a uh, City travel have a little tough fixture. City go to Burnley and uh, they should get that win there because City have been very very consistent on the road. Uh, uh, uh Liverpool play at Anfield and they play an already uh, relegated Huddersfield which is uh, which should see a comfortable Liverpool win there and they play on a friday night yeah. in uk so it's a saturday morning 12:30 am game because uh, they the because they beat the champions league first leg and they go to spain for for, for the first leg absolutely so that's so much happening in the weekend as well and since we are not recording on a friday we are extending this episode by a few minutes because we won't be able to record that's it because avengers coming and the other la liga fixtures lomo barca levante yeah. atleti real valladolid rayo vallecano and real madrid and you also have nuremberg versus bayern you have bvb schalke as lomo said and in the italian serie a where juventus have wrapped up inter versus uae the big fixture yeah. you have roma cagliari torino milan frosinone versus napoli and atlanta versus udinese well if i am a football fan these four five days are going to be the best i mean you still have the champions league semis and finals coming up yeah. but the way the league titles are panning out i mean it's going to be a hell of a weekend yeah. this so slowmo let's round this with all the predictions from the midweek what do you think of wolves versus arsenal uh i would go for an arsenal uh, uh, 2-1 win we should we should concede that away goal but arsenal should get it through because they they have been very very uh, persevering and they 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 have found that uh, passion within to play to uh, play for the club so arsenal should get that <laughs> uh, that 2-1 win versus wolves which will be very very crucial for for that fourth and final champions league spot uh, then the manchester derby manchester derby uh, 3-0 manchester city <laughs> a like a walkover kind of a scene. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And then uh, maybe Inter Juve. I would like to see an Inter win two one. They should uh, clinch that, that Champions League spot and uh, and just go on to uh, get a comfortable win there. Uh, B B V Schalke 
tough to say because uh, Schalke are in our fifteenth uh, in the Bundesliga and uh, Dortmund are second. Dortmund will definitely look to uh, win uh, win this game, but it's a derby. Come on, it's absolutely. It, it should be entertaining. So I would go for a two-two, maybe draw there. The stakes say that, but I'm not really sure of how. Uh, Schalke will uh, turn up. I'm going for a BVB win. Okay. BVB are in for the title. One point behind Munich. Anything but a win will uh, hamper their uh, title chances. And the way Bayern are going, they look on course to win the title. So I'm going for a BVB win, and I'm going for a clean sheet for uh, BVB. Also in the weekend, let's just predict one more fixture: United versus Chelsea. Uh, United versus Chelsea. Uh, 3-3 draw, not to draw. I want an entertaining draw. Oh, uh, yeah, and you want a very good FPL as well. Yeah, it? yeah. But I think in terms of firepower, maybe Chelsea have the edge right now. So, 1-0 Chelsea win. Something like that. 1-0 Chelsea win for slow-mo. A 2-2 draw for Prasad. And um, that's about it from this episode. Well, we've done so much. So much bhel puri for you to have. Uh, that you can listen to this episode anytime on the Hub Hopper app. Make sure to subscribe to the unofficial VAR. We are a Hub Hopper's original podcast. We'd like to thank the Hub Hopper team for promoting our podcast so well. Uh, we've got close to 300 listens in the last episode, and we are very much obliged. Thank you, guys. Also, make sure to tune into the unofficial VAR next Monday, where we will be reviewing the midweek and the weekend. And we will be previewing the Champions League. So it's going to be another long episode. But I hope you had fun listening to episode number 15 of the unofficial VAR. Here's your host Prasad and co-host Slomo signing out. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this Hub Hopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com. And we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.